And joining me in the studio right now is Ash Garner. Now, Ash is the current president of the King Ash Bay Fishing Club, which has got 850 financial members. Also uh, owns King Ash Bay Lodge, Northern Territory Coastal Fishing Charters, and uh, they lease commercial mud, crab licences and ancillary business. Now, joining me is Ash. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Now, Ash, for those out there listening this morning that aren't 100% sure where King Ash Bay Fishing Club, where you guys are located, where is it exactly? Yeah, we're about a thousand kilometres um, uh, to the south uh, east of Darwin, uh, on the in the Gulf of Carpentaria, not far from the Queensland border, really, uh, on the Macarthur River. So people will be familiar with Macarthur River Mine. So we're uh, just downstream from Macarthur River Mine and just past uh, Borrelula. So eight hundred and fifty financial members. That seems like a bloody big club, to put it put it bluntly. Yeah, we are we are quite big, and that's um, you know we're, we're just over eight hundred and fifty uh, financial members at the moment, and. Uh, Generally speaking, uh, only one person out of a couple will become an actual financial member of the club. So you could nearly double that number in terms of our, our actual membership, um, as well as you know we have several hundred thousand bed night uh, visitors per year. Um, you know, in the peak of the season, we'd have uh, upwards of about six hundred and fifty people on site. Goodness me! So it's certainly a very popular location. Now, Ash, talk us through where things are at. Um, firstly, for the club, when you talk about the legislation that passed Parliament last week. Well, our main concern, Katie, is is that not uh, specifically the legislation has just been passed, but the way in which it was passed. Um, you know, we've heard from uh, other people like the Seafood Council and um, uh, Afant, and uh, you know, as they've both uh, alluded to, nobody's been uh, spoken to about this by government, and it's just sort of happened. And our concern is if there's another tranche of amendments to the to the act, is what what will they be, and what consultation will happen uh, before they uh, uh, pass through Parliament? And not only that, but why isn't it the Fisheries Minister dealing with these changes to the Fisheries Act rather than the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs? And why do you reckon it is so important that the Fisheries Minister is looking at this? Well, you know, the Fisheries Minister, for starters, he's in Darwin and he should be working hand-in-hand hand with uh, with the Fisheries Department. Now, if people aren't working with the Fisheries Department to change the, the Act, then what's the point in ha employing all these people and spending all these taxpayer dollars on a Fisheries Department if they're not the ones with a seat at the table to discuss the changes so that they can talk to the people that, uh, that they deal with on a daily basis, people like myself, uh, so that everyone has an understanding of what the rules are going to be in the future. And is that the biggest concern right now? Is it that uncertainty? Certainty and the fact that you guys are feeling like nobody's at the table there to hear your concerns? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're concerned because we just don't know the facts around what will happen in the future. Um, in particular, so um, you touched briefly on uh, the Blue Mud Bay decision. So we have uh, portions of our uh, river system down there, the MacArthur River, directly in front of King Ash Bay Fishing Club, uh, which... Uh, our understanding is is going to be handed back to, to traditional owners in the new uh, in the new year, and our concern is that the government at the moment does not have any uh, land use agreements in place with the land council, so we don't know come the first of January next year will we have access to that river, and if we don't have access to that river, then we may as well shut up shop, and that's a lot of businesses. It's not just the fishing club and my businesses. There are several businesses there: a service station, houseboat companies, uh, charter companies, accommodation businesses, all sorts of things that operate there. There's probably 40 or 50 people during the peak of the season that are employed in there uh, through various businesses as well as all the businesses along the road like Daily Waters, Highway Inn, businesses in Borrelula that supply fuel and food and, and those sorts of uh, yep. uh, things to travellers that will all be affected. Ash, talk me through um, the impact that it would have for you and those businesses. I mean, you've got uh, the King Ash Bay Lodge. What impact is it going to have for you guys if you don't have that certainty come the beginning of next year? 
Well, the concern is it'll be like we were a couple of years ago when COVID first started, where no one could come to visit us at all, because there is not really much point in coming to visit us at King Ash Bay if you can't access the river, because 99.9% of people that visit there are there to go fishing and crabbing and, and uh, sightseeing along the river and around this rapid pillar group of islands. So if you can't access the boat ramp there and can't access the river, there's no point in coming to King Ash Bay. So we'll be back where we were two years ago with almost zero trade. And Ash, are you guys, like, you're prepared to work with the traditional owners, you're prepared to work with the NLC on this, aren't you? Absolutely. And, and the problem is, is that, uh, I, you know, my understanding is that the Labor Party have had several years to make agreements with the NLC and they just haven't done it. So, you know, our question is, is why hasn't it been done? Why are we waiting till the 11th hour uh, and putting all this uh, concerns on everyone? Because, you know, as I alluded to earlier, we're looking at spending a significant amount of money at the fishing club next year, you know, somewhere north of three quarters of a million dollars on infrastructure to expand our uh, licensed premises and uh, our facilities to uh, for tourists to enjoy, which, uh, you know, uh, has a massive impact on the local economy and the territory economy. Uh, and we don't know if we should do that now because we don't know if it's worthwhile. So, Ash, what is your message this morning for the government? Is it that you, like, you guys want to be involved, you want to be able to, to voice these concerns and have genuine consultation? Absolutely. I mean, we just want to want to be heard, Katie. I mean, like anyone, um, you know, and it's it's not just us. It's it's probably going to be uh, mostly territory-wide by the sounds of things in the future. We, we just might be the first cab off the rank. But if this is the way that the Labor government's going to work and not, not consult with anybody on the ground, then, um, you know, I'm going to feel from the next election, I'm afraid. Because I want, I mean, I want to be really clear here. The issue isn't that um, you don't think that the NLC or you don't think that the traditional owners should actually be able to, you know, to have a say over what they do. The issue here is that you want to be able to to have your concerns listened to. Absolutely, and and you know most of the traditional owners that I know, and I, I've born and bred territory, and I've been here for yep. thirty three years. Um, you know most of the TOs that I know, they want people to be able to access the land, they want people to u- utilise the fishery, but uh, it's, it seems to be it's the NLC and the Labor government that can't come to an agreement. It's it's people on the ground there that want to make things happen, um, and I know many, many people personally that are happy for people to continue business as usual, provided that the NLC and, and Labor government come to some sort of agreement so that everyone's happy. Well, look, it sounds as though we certainly need to be able to speak to the Fisheries Minister, I reckon, on this one. I know that, um, you know, some may say we need to speak to uh, to Minister Rubo to hear her thoughts, but I actually reckon it needs to be the Fisheries Minister at this point because, um, from what I'm hearing, that's a big concern right now is it's a lot of, a lot of worries from uh, those that work in the industry and also those that, um, you know, that want to be able to enjoy the territory way of life and be able to get out there on the water. Absolutely. Ash, I really appreciate you coming into the studio this morning and having a chat with me. And uh, please keep in contact and let us know whether you do hear from the government or whether there's any progression in this space. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Katie. Thank you.